Welcome to the Fantasy Football Predictive Analytics with Reese Tiefertiller. Hello everyone, welcome to the Fantasy Football Predictive Analytics show with Reese and it's great having Nick Whalen on the on this week's episode. Nick, how's it going? Going well, it, it's weird uh, in Wisconsin. It's super warm in November, November 9th. I actually had on, a, uh, I call it a man tank, but you know, like just like I have these workout tanks. I was, I had to, I had to do some, some errands. I was like, man, this feels good. I was just sweating. Otherwise I was, I was ready to get my winter coats out. I, you know, I'm kind of, you know, in Wisconsin, you gotta, you know, add a little weight in the winter, but man, it, it backfired on me. It's like 70. Well, we actually, and we said this on a previous show, that we actually have been up to see uh, Mr. Nick up in Wisconsin this summer. It was good seeing you. And uh, I, I related this on the last time you were on, but I, I'm a slow learner at times. And Reese reminds me of this. So we're, we're having burgers and, and what's good? It's a burger place. Fine, fine, fine. Nick gets mac and cheese. No, and you know, Wisconsin and cheese. I'm a little slow learner on this because, you know, I just get a cheeseburger and Nick's over there, this big, nice looking mac and cheese bowl. You are from the South, okay? You have an excuse for getting the cheeseburger. Exactly. But all right, let's get to this. All right, I want to jump ahead. Nick, what do you think of your your Wisconsin Badgers? You think they have a chance at something? Well, man, I tell you what, Graham Mertz has been awesome. Uh, he's a guy that's been hyped up that didn't start last year, but, you know, was kind of, you know, the second coming, you know, he's going to be this, this all amazing quarterback recruit, which they've had once before that didn't work out, but, you know, okay, he's going to wait in the wings and then all of a sudden he's got to play. And then he was amazing. And then COVID hit, but I tell you what, with how college football is this year, it's very different. I mean, all football has been different this year just because of lack of practices, lack of, you know, I would say even some scouting has been down a little right. bit. Uh, who can play, who can't play. When you can get a quarterback that can see the field like he can right now, and and again, I mean, he lit up Illinois. Who, Illinois is pretty bad apparently this year. They were good last year. But I, th- I think you got to have a shot. And, and you know, in and, and the Big Ten, the way that they are, it's, um, you know, they might be a little bit different. Minnesota might be a little bit down, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I think you got to give him a shot. I mean, or in, in Minnesota, or I'm sorry, uh, Michigan lost too. So, you know, there's only Ohio State to get through. And it, it's good to see Indiana uh, sneak. Oh, up. yeah, Indiana. How about that? Awesome? Well, the thing is, they're scoring so many points that they're in every game. Yep. So what he's in the 2022 class. Is that right, Mertz? Right. Yeah, but he's a sophomore. Where do you play some against some of the others? That's a good class. I mean, Howell, Slovis. Right, right. Um, you know what's interesting? You know what's so interesting about those two is that they got really hyped up, and I watched. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know, like I mean, they're they're good. They don't have a cannon either of them. Right. Um, I I think they're pretty good processors of information, which is really good trait. And it's actually my number one trait. But in terms of arm talent, I don't see Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, if you want to go to Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. By the way, Justin Fields. Uh, even prior to this year, I know people are hyping him up because of this year. His film last year was awesome. When, when you can throw a deep out to the field side, so the wide side of the field, you know, and the corner's not close, 
you got an arm. That's the, that's the, you know, arm strength throw that one in that dig where you have to throw it in that window and he can drive that football. I mean, I mean, he's been awesome, but either way, digressing how, how in Slovis, as you said, processors, they got a little bit of that, uh, um, that moxie making plays, scrambling around back there. But uh, I, I would say Mertz could have the best arm talent of the three, but now we have such a small sample size and I'm a big guy. I love a sample size. So let's see him play out a year, but I think he could be in that mix for sure. Well, I will say this. You mentioned fields. There is a non-zero chance that he is a better NFL player than Trevor Lawrence. Non-zero. I didn't say it was high non-zero right i um honestly it could be a, a you know pick, pick pick your whichever one you want because lawrence digressed a little bit last year he pressed he tried to make too many plays um he's got some great talent let's just be honest yes. but fields is underrated so the, the gap between one and two is much smaller than the gap between two and three that gap is humongous Right. It feels, and also, if we want to talk about three, three is up in the air. It's not Trey Lance. No. It's Trey Lance or Wilson or Kyle Trask, who also has been playing really well. Or, but isn't there, isn't there another one in there too? Um, I just threw a blank. Because I think Trask and Wilson, and I have, mm-hmm. I have Trey Lance after those guys. Well, let me pull up my W report. Let's see what else I got in there. Oh man, I, I had the tight end class too. All oh, that tight oh, end yeah. classes. We gotta talk about that. That is amazing. Kyle Pitts um, looks great, doesn't he? Well, I mean, I don't know if you're a fan. I mean, I'm not a fan of like Jamie Newman. I'm not a fan of no. him. JT yeah. Daniels. I mean, he's okay. They're not right. great. Oh, Mac Jones is the other guy. Mac Jones is the other. Oh, guy. Ma- oh yeah, Mac Jones could be in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, he hasn't played well this year, so let's just put that there. But Bro- Brock Purdy was. Yeah. He was kind of fun last year. But I will take Mac Jones over Trey Lance today. It could change. Yes. Yes. But give me well, and, the give me the accurate guy. Give me the guy, not the physical specimen. Give me the guy that can hit the throws. Right. Well, they well, are. And, and, so, yeah. So so the problem the problem with Trey Lance is this. So one small sample size, right? He played one year and people hyped him up. But he didn't he didn't progress from one read to the next. And he's playing at the above Alabama of teams in FCS. They've won so many national titles in a row that they're playing with so many, so much more talent than anybody else. And when you want to look at the playoff run that he had last year, they didn't depend on him throwing, maybe running. He only had, I want to say, off the top of my head, actually, I can pull up the stat here in a second. Um, he had five touchdown passes in four playoff games last year. That's, that's not, I mean, you want to be a top pick? That's not it to me. And he, he needs to show me more. He's got a good arm. He's athletic. He can, you know, drive the ball. But I need to see you going from one to two to three because that's what football is. And Mac Jones, you know, he got thrown to the fire a little bit last year, but he's showing it this year. Yeah. You know, so so was Wilson, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be fun to see who that next tier is. Now, how many of them are going to be first-round picks? The next question. There could be quite a few. I think it's a bunch. And I put this out on Twitter this week because when we look at the teams that – possibly could need a quarterback all right that list is long so let's say that you have four quarterbacks that's that are decent you know mac jones wilson let's say there's four at the top and then a list when we go down one layer i'm pulling up my i want you to push back and tell me how wrong i am do you mind no i'm I'm honest so are you i appreciate that 
All right. I think that I was just going to pull this thing. So I think Jets, Giants, Jacksonville, all looking for quarterbacks. Do you agree mm -hmm. or disagree? Oh, I agree. All right. How about uh, Washington? Yes. How about the Colts? Yes. De depending on who's there. You know what I mean? I mean, and if they resign they Philip Rivers. How no, about, but... all right. How about the Saints? Possibly with Breeze's last year. They're, they're so weird with how much money they gave Taysom Hill. I know. You know? How about uh, how about his Broncos, possibly? I mean, you never know. They're three and you think they're going to roll I, I, another I, year? I don't think you can. I, you can give Locke another year, I think. He nearly beat the Steelers on the road. Right. All right. He nearly beat the Titans. He is a winner. He's just not a fantasy player. It's sort of like how Philip Rivers was earlier in his career. All right. right. How about New England? Oh yeah, because Kim, I, I I got some heat on this one, Jeff. But I'm just saying, people that were hating on Chicago for picking Foles over yeah. Cam Newton, yeah. Yeah. How about we'll San see what Francisco? Tonight. How about San Francisco? I think they only do it if they can get a great guy. Okay, but because I'm just saying. Yeah. All I was saying. Is Chicago. I have Chicago as a question. I have Cleveland as a question. I had Denver as a question. So I had Jets, Giants, Jacksonville, Washington, New England, San Francisco, and Indy. And how about how about your sweatshirt? Steelers. I think they need. I think they need somebody, even if it's right. a Darnold kind of guy, somebody to groom because they're mm -hmm. going to be too far out. But mm -hmm. what I was saying is, if you if there's nine or ten teams there, it could be even more, right? Reese, look, it's a, you see that wry smile on his face. But let's say it's nine or ten teams, and you have four or five rookies. There aren't four or five good veterans. No, no. You know, you're talking Jameis getting another starting gig. You're yeah. talking a lot of things. Ha Haskins could be traded as well. Yeah, I especially think, if the football team gets a high pick. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think they'll get very much for him. But you know what I'm trying to get at, right, mm -hmm. Nick? Is that there are a lot of teams that are questionable right now. And so, anyway. Well, Dax and, 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 free agent. Dax free agent. I'll go to Chicago. <laughs> and, and, and part of it is, I mean, you know, People hate retreads. They hate it. They hate retread coaches. And to me, it's not necessarily fair because whether you're successful or not isn't always dependent just on the player. It's dependent on the situation, the system, injuries, coaching, so many things. And look at Ryan Tannehill. Let's just look at that right there. That's coaching, system, injuries, all that stuff. And now it's come together and he looks really good. Now, again, didn't look that great against Chicago. We know Chicago has a really great defense, but still, he is become a franchise guy. Why can't maybe Sam Darnold, maybe Daniel Jones, maybe James Winston, whomever, you know, because we also don't know how much guys are working, progressing behind the scenes. They need to maybe mature a little bit. There's so many things. It's so complex. You yes. know, it's not just simple this versus this. The other thing, this is a little bit of a soapbox, but people that say, hey, this team's better than this team because, you know, they lost to the Saints and they beat the Saints or however you want to put it. But NFL is about matchups. It's you. Yes. You can't. You can't just do that. It's about so many, so many things with matchups and things like. It's such a. Uh, there's so many variables, and it's not easy. It's very complicated. Yeah, you mentioned teams that need a free agent. So a free agent class besides Dak, Philip Rivers, Kobe Brissett, Mitchell Trubisky, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Terod Taylor, AJ McCarron, Andy Dalton. That's rough. Yes. And. Uh, you know, Dak, they're going to tag, you know, I, the Colts are the team that I'm like 
interested because they're going to be too good to figure out what to do. And so uh, they might be able to get lucky and draft a late round quarterback like maybe Tanner Morgan. Still, though, I didn't. I haven't been that that impressed. All right, we're I mean, talking they, teams. They still Chad Kelly too. Yes, just throwing that out. Swag there. Kelly and yeah, there Nick is. Eason. Yes, Nick Eason's a a nice story, but I don't know if he'll ever pan out. Jacob. Oh, Jacob, Jacob Eason. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Nick, Nick Eason, D Lyman, right? Yeah, that was yeah. before he was born, probably. <laughs> uh, but all right, so let's talk your bears i say your bears i'm projecting them that whole team and all their quarterback issues i'm projecting them on you Go ahead. they're five and four and i was looking up the schedule and i put this out on a tweet they have packers twice vikings twice lions jaguars texans five wins out of that i think you disagree i agree because here's the thing as much as people want to hate on chicago their offense, their defense is insanely good. Yes. I mean, the Saints scored 23 points, and I think they had eight drives that were first and 10 inside the 24, 23. That's unbelievable. And that's the Saints. And you they do this week in, week out. There's only one team that scored more than, I think, 23 or 24 points. That was the Falcons early in the year. And as much as people want to go and they want to point to Trubisky with all this kind of stuff, Trubisky played against Atlanta and the Giants, and part of the Falcon game. Or I'm sorry, that's not correct. They've started with, who they beat? Detroit, who he always lights up. Detroit, the Giants, and part of the Atlanta game. All pretty weak defenses. And Foles has had to play some tough defenses, yeah. and I just don't think it's his fault. There's so many things. Offensive line's bad. I, I, I tweeted this out, Jeff. I mean, they're, they're starting left tackle and right guard or opening day starters. They're down to their third third string left guard center and right tackle third string that's that's yeah. guys that i mean plus with covid you have to sign a guy he's gonna wait so long to even play i yeah. mean these are these are some practice squad guys and 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 you'll watch he's just getting hit back there fools isn't mobile um but o-line's the top problem the next problem is they are the most penalized team in the nfl they can't get out of their own way they this this last week they had two drives uh, before the fourth quarter that they were in uh, the Titans territory and fourth and one at fourth and half a yard penalty, false start penalty, false start fourth and 10. They punt. Uh, they had another one, another penalty, 10 yard penalty. It's like first and like they made a two in a row, like first and 25. It's like the week before Javon Wims punches a guy in the oh, head yeah. second and 20 here. I mean, like they just keep doing this. Montgomery fumbles. They return it for a touchdown. Like all these things happen, and people want to point out Foles. It is so far beyond Foles. Like I don't know what people are watching. Like what what magic do you want to pull out of? And, and he gets hit a lot. He, he's not perfect. I'm not right. defending that he's perfect, but the problems are well beyond Nick Foles. I think he's a middle of the road NFL starter. Yep. At this point in his career. Yep. Middle of the road. M middle to low. I mean, maybe he's like fifteen to 20. 24. And that's fine. I don't think he's in the bottom 10, though. I don't. I mean, yeah, there's too many bad ones. Yeah, it's yeah, easy there to are name a lot them. Bad ones, right. uh, so on that note, if I think they're going to win 10, let's talk who's going to, and we'll let Reese name his uh, division starters, uh, division winners. Let's pull that up. Look at his face. All right. I'm trying to think. All right. Easy one for you. AFC West, Reese. Chiefs. 
That, that's the one that's I think we all have that one, right? Yep. AFC yep. South. Titans. I'll say Titans as well. I will too. They got to fix that defense, though. It's pretty leaky. Yep. But I'll still take them over the Colts, who are injured and JT's not playing as well. Inconsistent. I think the best word to describe the Colts is inconsistent, as they can lose to the Jaguars one week and the next week completely dominate the Bears. Well, not the next week, but later on in the season. Right. Yep. But also, the Colts are, it's weird for us to think this, but they're great on defense and, and not so great on offense. I know. It's so weird. Trading that first rounder for DeForest Buckner was a great trade. Yes, because the only the players that player that went at that pick was Javon was Tristan Wirfs, who is pretty good tackle, except besides getting thrown down by Khalil Mack. But he's played well, <laughs> but DeForest Buckner's better. And the 49ers who had that pick traded back one and got Javon Kinlaw, who's been okay and cheaper. But not Buckner. But not Buckner. No, no, he's right. a force in there. So you have the Titans there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So let's go uh AFC North. I'll Steelers. go Steelers with the two game lead. Steelers. Two game lead is too is too large to overcome, even though the Steelers have to have a little bit of a tougher schedule. Well well, let's talk about this too. This is something I talked with with Matt, you know, Wallman on, you know, good friend, friend of you, I'm sure as well, yeah. Jeff. Lamar Jackson's not having the same year he had last year. Okay. No. And and you want to look year in and year out. Now, again, people will evolve and get talent, but you want to look at after record-setting year, Patrick Mahomes didn't have as good a year the next year. Carson Wentz, not as good the next year. I mean, every time that there is this unstoppable – Chip Kelly first started and then, like, they're, the defense figures something out. Exactly. Lamar Jackson is not the same guy as he was last year. He – He'll get a couple runs here or there. It is he's not making everyone look silly. This play action where everyone's wide open. Mark Andrews is like a ghost now. Yes. And they they've they've figured things out there. And I have some questions. Now they'll make the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. They they need to, to up some things. Now I have, an, I have another tangent. I'll just start later. But I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. That's my long answer. All right. I, I don't disagree with you. And I saw a great um, article. I, I forget who, so I apologize for the attribution. Lack of. Is that Greg uh, Roman, who's there in Baltimore, same thing happened with Kaepernick. Is like the system, They people figure it out. Mm-hmm. And when you're not, it's not arm talent. And it's not like doing things traditionally. People can scheme this way but this the ravens here's their next four game uh next three games i think are tough and then it gets easier they have at patriots that's not an easy game titans and then at steelers on thanksgiving on thanksgiving if they lose i know if they lose a couple of those it's over right then mm-hmm. it gets easier they have cowboys browns jaguars giants and Bengals. okay but still 13 and three uh 13 and three uh, wild card team is almost unheard of. Right. But when I look at Pittsburgh's schedule, Bengals, Jaguars, Ravens, Washington football team, Bills, Bengals, Colts, Browns. I don't think there's three losses in there. Yeah, there's only four tough games in there. So, you know, if they split it, that's two losses the rest of the Ravens, at Bills, Colts. Colts. You want to say Colts? Browns. Browns. They, they, they blew out the Browns, but that was without Nick Chubb. But I still right. don't think Nick Chubb's worth their number. Yeah, sorry. No. So, AFC East. Bills? 
Anybody going to say Dolphins on this? I, I, okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Josh Allen fan. I'm a Stephon Diggs fan. I love what they're doing. I'm going to say the Bills, but I'm going to say this. I, and I, I put up this tweet last year. I love what Miami is doing. Love yeah. what they're doing. They accumulated a tons of talent. Um, Brian Flores, has he's a player's coach, and they love him. He had a great end of last year. People don't remember that. He won yeah. eight three eight games. Yeah, he, he won a, a real good stretch at the end of last year and then built that into this year. I mean, they're, they're five and three. And you want to look at, and, and I like to look at this, whether it's anything or not, point differential. They are plus 61 on the year in point differential. The Bills are plus nine. They have a better point differential than Tennessee, which is plus 31. They have, let's see, one, two, three. They are fourth in point differential in the AFC. And then you want to add in, let's see, it's 61. They beat everyone in the NFC in point differential. Wow. Reece, fourth in the NFL, point differential. He's corrected me. That I was talking about the last eight games of the season. Fitzpatrick was on a tear last year. They, they won five games. So that's still really right. impressive. And the Correct. Bills... Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I do not believe they played the 49ers or the Cardinals. Well, the Dolphins have played all the NFC West, I yeah, believe. here's their schedule. So tell me, five and three, tell me how many of these they win or lose. They host the Chargers this week, which is a nice catching them coming east, right? Yeah. Then they play at Reese's Broncos. Then the Jets, the Bengals, Chiefs is a tough game. Patriots, Raiders, Bills. That Bills game could decide the division, Week Seventeen. I mean, I mean, I'm, the Raiders are a solid team too. Like, there's some, there's some tough games in there. But the thing is, is they're not a pushover. Like, you gotta, and you want to look at them. It's like, you know, Preston Williams just went down. You know, but they're doing it with Miles Gaskin. They're, they're just doing it with like lunch pail guys. It'll be fun to see what Tua does. But when you got when you got talent and people believe, things are different. Yep. Uh, plus, there's two things that need to be discussed with the Dolphins, and you allude to one. They have Houston's first rounder and yeah. second rounder, which is projected to be the seventh overall. Second of all, they have the second most cap space. Yep. First or second. All right. Here's the Bills schedule the rest of the way. You tell me which one you like better. They play the Chargers. So they Cardinals have a, too. Oh, they have a Cardinals, Chargers, Niners. And by that Niners, that's week 13, so they should have everybody back by then. At 49ers, cross-country. Yeah, then the Steelers, Broncos, Patriots, Dolphins. That could be – that Dolphins game could be sitting there. Now they have a two-game lead, though, too. So A game and a half, only one in the loss. Yeah, it's five and three, seven and Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. Man, I st- I'm still going to go Buffalo. You, it should you be. Know, I'm with you, know, you there. I'm Dolphins. I believe. You know what baffles me about Buffalo, though? What baffles me? What happened to the defense? Right. They're supposed to have this great defense, and they can't stop anybody. Especially with McDermott being a defensive guy. And they got White. White's getting lit up. He's one of the best corners. I mean, you got Ed Oliver up there. I love him. By the way, first first five-star recruit ever to go non-Power 5 conference team. Love it. All right. Let's NFC West. Who wins? This one gets easier. Does it? Is it Seattle it? or Arizona? Because I don't think it's the Rams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Arizona for fun. Seattle can't stop anybody. They they are on pace to give up more passing yards than, than anyone else in NFL history. And they'll give up more passing yards than any quarterbacks ever thrown for in, in NFL history by almost 300 yards. 
Yeah. Wow. Did you see that article? I, I sent a recent article that said that they that defense has given up a thousand more yards on pace mm -hmm. than anyone else. Anyway, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with uh, so it's Arizona Seattle. I think right. It's not the I mean, Rams. You could, you could pick the Rams. It's up to you. Uh, um, I'm going to go with. I don't like this one. Of my least favorite team, so I'll go with Seattle just because of veteran factor, and they get Carson back soon. Right. They're all coming off of losses, by the way. Everyone yes. in that division's lost. Which is pretty funny. All right, mm -hmm. NFC South. Well, who does he have? Oh, I have I have the Seahawks. All right, NFC South. I'm, I'll take the Saints. I'll take after Saints. after what happened on Monday Sunday night. I'll take the Saints. How about you? They're on a five game winning streak right now. Um, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I'm gonna say they're gonna figure it out. For All me, right. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers remind me sort of like the. Baltimore Ravens, they can tear up anybody that's not one or two teams. And they have to play those one or two teams quite often. And that's why I think it's a problem for Tampa Bay. All right, Tampa Bay schedule at the Panthers. That, I will say this, I think Panthers are better than their record suggests. They've lost four oh, straight. Yeah. Yeah. But they gave Kansas City everything they wanted. At, they play at the Panthers, host the Rams, and then they play the Chiefs. And now I still have one Falcons, and two maybe there. Falcons twice down the stretch. And so the Saints have Niners, Falcons, Broncos, Falcons, Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. I don't I'll take New Orleans in that because I'll say that they're game up, game and a half up. Right. Right. I just I just gotta think they figure it out. I mean, that was a bad game, but everyone's gonna be down on them. I mean, you know, it's my little window. Yeah. There you go. There it is. I mean, the Saints are five-game winning streak. Yeah. You know, Tampa's terrible. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. Pa Packers were over because Tampa crushed them, you know, whatever. But then the Bears beat Tampa. Like, like no one knows. You don't know what's going to happen. You bring I'll up a Tampa. great point because nothing is as bad or as good as it seems. And nope. all those – that's the reason I talk – like, I don't gamble. And I'm like, here's why. Because Vegas knows way more and there's too much emotion in it. Yeah. And what thing – it, it's what have you done for me lately? You yeah. you won't watch even like DFS or or whatever. People, they're like, oh, this guy's gonna have another great game in a row. Dalvin had two in a row. I bet you he doesn't have three. Right. You know, like like you same thing with Russell Wilson or DK or or Lockett. You have no idea which one's gonna go off. You know, there's always gonna be that down game. It, it's gonna yeah. happen. But I will say this: there's no way Tampa can do very much. Maybe even lose, they won't beat Carolina if they only have four running back rushes in a game. Right. Like Ronald Jones had three, Fournette had one in that game. Mm -hmm. There is no way, and I'm not saying establish a run. I'm not saying any of that. But when you become one-dimensional, especially against a good pass rush team as the Saints. Right. It, yep. Oh, I would even say against Carolina has been, but don't break past Man. defense. Brian Burns looked Burns really good, good yesterday. Good. For some, yeah, Brian no, Burns. Yes, yes, he was yesterday. All right. So we... We have a little bit of dissension there. NFC North, everybody Packers, or do you think your Bears might get there? I, I got to go with the Packers. They got they got a two game lead. Yeah. Or what? We gotta call. What do you call it? One and a half. All right. NFC least. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. You gonna give me a gonna give me a rest of the year schedule? Nah, just I, I'll go with the Eagles just because they're up. All right. I will tell you why. 
They got the tie too. Remember that they got the tie and the game up and the win. Yes, except for against the football team. The football team. I don't know how close they are to division, but in that division, be really close. Yeah. So so it's three, four, and one, two and six, two and seven, two and seven. Yeah. So, but what I was going to say is, here's tell me how many the Eagles win at this. All right. At at Browns, host the Seahawks at Packers. Play the Saints at the Cardinals at the Cowboys home versus football team. <laughs> Did you not see me? I put this out on Twitter. I was like, they're, they're I didn't see be that one, Jeff. one. Oh they're man, that's bad. Tell me how many of those they're gonna win. Three. At Browns, possibly. Three. Seahawks at Packers hosting the Saints at the Cardinals. They could go in five on that stretch. I'm gonna say they're gonna win three because they're just gonna win one. You know what I mean? The, well, those one of those, the football then, team did beat the Eagles. When the Eagles were at full strength, they don't have any excuses. Right. Week one. But but that could be 6-9-1 and one as your division champ. Is it any great? I mean, I, I hope it's worse. I hope it's like 5-10-1. and 5-10-1. Yeah. and one. It'd be awesome. Yes. Man, and then the host again. Our will tell you, I love chaos. I'm like, more chaos, the better. Yeah, it's great. All they're, right. They're going to host a game. People are going to be mad about it. Oh yeah, the, the number five wild card teams can be static. Yeah. Wait, I get to play the NFC East and could be Tampa Bay, right? Yeah, it could Tampa. be Tampa or your Bears traveling to Philly. Well, to, to did, and that's the one thing I, I wanted to talk about is that we know we know what happens early season NFL. What happens when it gets you know not seventy Wisconsin defense starts to matter. That's yes. when Baltimore and Chicago are going to start thriving. Maybe the Colts too. Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh. people, Pittsburgh, and people, people always count them out. I can't remember how many times. No offense. They go. They everyone picks best quarterback, best offense. That's who they always pick. Yeah. This isn't fantasy football. When you pick NFL wins, defense matters, and that's when I think when it gets colder. That's why Chicago might have a better end of the year because it's colder. And when they're hitting and they're making plays, I mean, there's, I mean, Eddie Jackson has two other defensive touchdowns people don't know about they returned that came back on penalty he could add three already this year and you know you want to keep adding that on Jalen Johnson's playing awesome opposite four I mean they they have so much going on they just lost Roy Robinson Harris to a shoulder injury which is sad D lineman but um you know Baltimore's the same way I mean they got they got Clayus Campbell like really you just added him to that team even Um, though he's out he got hurt oh did he calf strain he's out like three weeks I believe Mm, not playoff time but I'm just saying people aren't going to count on the defense. And then when you look at teams that are going to struggle defensively, Seattle, Seattle Green Bay, who, who are, I mean, everybody's flawed in the NFC. That's the other thing too. You know, Arizona. matchups, Arizona, Arizona, yeah, their defense. Uh, well, it's better than Seattle's. I mean, Seattle's got 243 points. I know. That's what we're saying. Look how many yards they've given up, but 243 and what eight games is a lot. Actually, hold on. The, the Cardinals have given up the second least amount of points in the NFC. Maybe some scheduling. Interesting. All right. Hey, but, uh, that might also be why Derrick Henry always turns it on for the fantasy playoffs. It's because everybody's cold and he can run. Mm-hmm. And their hands get cold, too, as they're trying to tackle. They well, everyone's hurt. It's harder, too. Everybody's injured, too. That's the thing. Once you yeah. get through part of the season, you're 100% healthy. It's a, it's a myth. You're not healthy. Right. And injuries, defense and injuries will determine, you know, like mm-hmm. is Roethlisberger going to make it through it or is, right. you know, if 
if he's out, the Steelers are gone. Same mm-hmm. with Mahomes. You know, I mean, there aren't very many teams that can sustain that. He got a shot at halftime. He 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 hurt his MCL. I could see his knee bend that way. Yeah, and he's old. I'm like, I I, I put out a tweet that he's uh, who was it? Lance, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zerline. No, the uh, Varsity Blues, the quarterback oh, yeah. Lance. You remember he goes in and keeps getting these shots in his knee. Like that's exactly what he had happened at halftime. <laughs> All right, let's let's move over to. Uh, to mid-season who's the mvp for you mvp man um, it's not wide open it, it is wide open right now i'm gonna say patrick mahomes i could see that yes i could also see if roethlisberger takes them 16 and 0 that he should get votes right that's true all right that's how true. about coach of the year coach of the year brian flores flores to me if, if the Dolphins or the Panthers are in playoff contention or have a winning record at the end of the year, they should get coach of the year. But Flores right now looks like the better choice. Yeah. But Rule, Rule has uh, coached a very good, considering, very good team, considering no one thought they'd win more than four or five games. Well, Chicago entered their three game winning streak. That's the thing they were, they were cooking. Yeah. And they haven't uh, had McCaffrey. How about rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. It's got to be a quarterback. I'm going to say Robinson. Why not James Robinson? Yeah. I, I like that. I'll say it's... Ah, uh, uh, Herbert. Herbert. You're right. It's got to be Herbert. Yeah. Or Tua. I mean, if Tua leads them to the playoffs, it'll be Tua. Yeah. You I, say I don't that, know. but it wasn't Baker Mayfield. The way Justin Herbert's playing, oh yeah. my gosh. Just wait till he hits puberty. <laughs> I only say that because he has the, the, the face and the, you know, it reminded mm-hmm. me of my high school vintage. All right, I got a question for you. If we redrafted, all right, first of all, you're the top three quarterbacks. How would you have them, Reese, in order? And then we'll kick it to Nick. For Dynasty? No, the rookies. I'm saying like rookie for Dynasty. Um, Herbert, number one. It's a tough one. I'm going to go with Tua because I expect them to use the the Texans first-round pick to draft a really good receiver like Jamar Chase if he falls or De- or Devontae Smith or someone like that to really help out Tua and, and give some pressure off of Devontae Parker. Then Burrow, but it's really, really close there. How about you, Nate? Wow, that's that's a tough question, Jeff. Um, you have to go with Herbert. You just do because he's playing insane. And the thing that I like about – this is why I, like, I love watching film is – and I do it every year, you know, for all these guys – I hated Herbert. I was like, he's yeah, so overrated. He's bad. But then I watched film. So, so my graduates, I was like, you know what? Herbert, he's made some steps this last year. Like I see some things. So I love being wrong. I love when guys improve. Cause I'm like, Oh, good. So I learned some things. And it's more about his processing that I liked. He, he, he can make multiple reads, which is a huge thing for me. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. You know what he's doing. Um, man. Herbert's one, and then it's going to go back to my gut. I, I I love Tua, love Tua. Burrow's just in a, a junk situation. Um, but he's got he's got great weapons though. He does. But Flores is a better coach. I know. He has Chad Ganey. I, I, I'm going to go with uh, I'll go with Tua for this reason. You want to look at that division? He's got to go through Pittsburgh and Baltimore the rest of his career and <laughs> Cleveland. Good call. Plus another thing, pro Herbert. So in even in one quarterback leagues, 
I'm going after Herbert as much as I can before everybody kicks in because it's hard for me to project in a dynasty league that he's not going to be a top five dynasty quarterback next offseason. Right. Well, here, here's the one thing. Here's the one question. Actually, I thought about asking you guys. I'm glad this got brought up. What is Justin Herbert going to be when they have Austin Eckler? Or when they get a coach that's not so conservative. Mm-hmm. I mean, that first and first down two yards, second down, let's hand off two yards. They get a, Herbert brings it back. They get a lead. Then they go conservative again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle Shanahan, right out of his book. <laughs> but uh, hey, I recently are huge Eckler fans. And so, especially compared to the Justin Jacksons, uh, Joshua Kelly's, even yep. Kalen Balage. Kalen Balage is like the confirmation bias. I cannot bias. believe it. He's the confirmation bias of, you know, what all's wrong with, with Adam Gase, isn't he? And yep. uh, besides his press conference faces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But All right. So here's one for you, Nick. If we redrafted one quarterback leagues, you get to redraft top six rookies. What are you doing? Who's, who's, who's one through six in a one quarterback league? redraft or dynasty dynasty you are going to redraft this last year's oh. draft oh that's so bad um one quarterback leagues okay i'm that's going cd lamb yeah uh and this is this is i was wrong on this guy cd lamb justin jefferson Man, um, none of the running backs that high, not yet. That is uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, do you, do you go another receiver? Do I go Higgins? Do you know? Um, like Judy's played well, I know Judy's played well too. That's without well. Sutton, too. So I'm just trying to think of, I think I'll go, I think I'll go Lamb, um, Jeff. Jefferson. Let's go, Judy. Then I'll go with Clyde, James Robinson, Higgins. Um, Darnell Mooney. No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, I'll go with Ben Mooney is on my offseason buy list because he's not going to have the stats. People mm. are going to forget about him. And he is a legit top. 35 45 dynasty receiver tell me i'm wrong you're not wrong but i'm gonna tell you this people will look at these oh fools missed him fools missed him he's running the wrong routes right i don't like that there's one where he ran a post corner and he's supposed to come out to the corner and he went up the field and they're like i can't believe he just missed him he ran the wrong route also last week sorry two weeks ago um against the rams when Foles threw a pick on the sideline to jimmy graham there was there was a flood route, so there was there was a, a flat route. Grammar's running basically a ten yard out that uh, Fallsman run further up because the flat defender came up, and then Mooney was the clear, which you run outside release, and you take uh, what's his name uh, Jalen Ramsey with you. He stemmed and went inside, so then the safety took him. And Ramsey could sit and squat and drove on it and pick the ball off. That's all on Mooney. But people aren't going to say, so he's a rookie. He's a fifth-round rookie from Tulane. He's not making all these great, you know, routes all the time. But he caught a back shoulder fade with one foot in and one foot out on last week. I was like, man, people are going to forget this. So, like, I typed it up so they know. 
he, he's, he's better than people think, but he's not on this list yet. So I'm going to go Swift next. Um, Taylor. So the thing is, it's like, I'm just not a Dobbins believer yet. I know people love him. But that offense, man. All right. So I can see both sides, right? It's one of those that I right. can see both sides that I see how he flashed in college. And I see the, how the Ravens set up the running game last year, but right. I see how the Ravens aren't setting up the running game this year. Right. I, I want to look at one thing quick. So J.K. Dobbins, what does he have? He has 14 receptions. Average that out, he's got 28 on the year. That's not enough. No. It's it's not enough. People, he's a great press catcher. I don't care. He that that's not. And Lamar Jackson didn't throw to running backs last year. Right now, the sample size isn't there. And if you want to be a top running back, you got to catch 50 plus 60 plus receptions. He doesn't have it. Yep. And that's why Eckler and Mostert are two of the most underrated guys out there mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of their age being in that 26, 27 yep. age range. Mostert's good, man. Mostert's good. He's so yeah. uh, slippery that people don't give him credit. So I, I guess I would finish it out. I would put. Um, I think I would still go Taylor over Dobbins, despite my video on Taylor, which I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen just of him yeah. messing stuff up. Um, and then I would go Herbert. Um, more than Herbert or Claypool, what? more than Pittman or Claypool or mm-hmm. I, I think some of the other rookie receivers. Yeah, have been. I think <laughs> I, I struggle with Pittsburgh because you never know which of those three is going to do something. And we're really inflated by one game of Claypool. Um, I will go with uh, Rager. Yeah. I'll still pick him over Claypool. And then I went Taylor Dobbins, right? I still want them, right? I think. And then I'll probably go with, um, man, who's the second round there? You got Pittman. I like Pittman. I really like Pittman. Uh, Antonio Gibson might could have been higher. Yeah. And I, I I missed on him. I'll be honest. I, I just I didn't think he would develop the skills that he did. Me either. I didn't like that he was a running back on a bad team. He's not what? he's not Saquon good. They can't or Barry Sanders good for that matter. Well, he's, not not Christian, he's not Christian McCaffrey. I don't, I don't care who Ron Rivera. Yeah. So yeah, probably Gibson would be in there. Yeah. That's a you know, tough question though, man. Because that's, that's a, a good stuff. class. Mm-hmm. Just like tight ends. Harrison Bryant's really good. Yep. Troutman splashed last Troutman night. Troutman splashed, mm-hmm. and uh, even uh, like the Green Bay, uh, Josiah Devoire or whatever, mm-hmm. he played well in week one before he came out. Comment, mm-hmm. I've been iffy on. He flashed. He made a couple plays, but yeah. Yeah, but I just meant, though, that's a pretty good class. That's a pretty good class. Wait well, till next year's class, though. The yeah, problem I with the Bears, I, I think, though, that everybody doesn't like about them is that they've only played like one or one primetime game gets the Rams and they play poorly, poorly. So everybody then projects that as that's what they play. Actually, they played two. One that they beat Tampa. The, one that they beat Tampa, but they thought that was an ugly game. And then they. Yep. All right. So I've been dominating the questions, Reese. What do you have? So you do a little bit of redraft, I believe. But who's the redraft 1-1? Next or year. top half of the redraft next year. Next year? Yes. McCaffrey still. I still play with McCaffrey. Not even close. All right, who's two and three or four? So the question gets into how much you you believe in Barkley coming back. Yep, yep. Then Is he super flex? No, no. So then you then you're talking Kamara, Zeke, and Cook. Yep. In Henry. what in Henry? But in what order? Right. Right. 
how much right. you believe in Zeke being, you know, cooked. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I and his his is volume, but man, it's not even good volume right now. Um, I would I would man, that's a tough one. I would probably go McCaffrey, um, Kamara, Barkley, because gosh, I just like him, and you hope they just figure out passing him the football. Jason Garrett, you 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 can have faith. <laughs> and then, well, well, how about this too? When do we when do we start thinking Michael Thomas could be Michael Thomas again? I know because he was up there. Yeah, he was unbelievable. And uh, so, I, all right, I didn't want to predis- presuppose this, but do you have David Montgomery in that class? How about how about him starting next year for Chicago? I, I, I would, I would, I would give someone else a shot. It's yeah. well, I Ryan Nall got some playing time later, and you got to see it, it's weird. He picked up yards because he went straight. How about that Mike Davis guy? Did he ever come through there? Oh my gosh, don't it hurt. It hurts. I I hyped up Mike Davis, and people were like, you don't know what you're talking about. And Mike Davis was so good. I'm like, he was really good at South Carolina. People forgot about that. And yeah, he was a tough heavy guy back then. Back us mm-hmm. old timers. Go ahead. Um well, also, I believe it was Bob Harris who said this, that make a list of everybody who underperformed because of injury. Uh, make a list because that's who you're getting cheap. Uh, Zeke also should be on that list because with Dak there, he's going to be more efficient because defenders can't put nine – defense can't put nine defenders in the box now, and they're probably not going to be losing as bad, so they can't uh, do game script on them. All right. Well, you, you know what's really interesting about that one is – three three years ago uh, however long it was that offensive line anybody can be awesome behind that offensive line and then what happened to that offensive line everyone got hurt people retiring you know and uh that's that we put so much time and effort into situations yes paris campbell first round pick he's with andrew luck what happened i mean time and again miko hartman let's push him up there tyree kill suspended tyree kills back miko hartman's not we we shouldn't draft on situations so heavy, and we do because it changes. Col- coaches get fired, people, yeah. free agents, injuries, all that stuff. Sorry, well, so box done. Yeah, take, but you could take that so many directions, though. I mean, uh, God will say this also about about C. I believed so much in situation until I started watching Pollard taking twenty yard chunks out of out of the defense when Zeke's getting a yard and a half. Mm-hmm. You no, know, Pollard looks electric. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, you got to figure out how to get him more touches, especially with a guy named Garrett Gilbert behind, you know, behind the center. Let's let's figure out some way to get some, you know, I believe, playmaking. I believe there was some talk early, that, like early in the offseason, where they were saying, we'll put Pollard in the slot. But now I believe they should just make it three wide receivers, two running backs, and have Pollard out wide just to see if they could spread out the defense a little bit better. I will say this. You know who's getting dropped in some of my dynasty leagues, Nick, is uh, Cedric Wilson. And I'm picking him up every time because he was he was pretty good when, yep. at Boise State that people don't remember. And oh, also I liked him there. Dak was there. He was still doing well. I, I'm a Brett Rippon fan, so, man, I was watching all of them. Yep. Hey, I was Brett Ripley's fan when they beat uh, Jets on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> I kept talking him up, and people thought I was serious. I'm like, come on, it's Brett Ripley, man. What other questions you got for Nick? 
well, come off the top rope on him. Oh. Alex Smith, this is an easy one. Is Alex Smith now a fantasy viable quarterback in two quarterback or super flex leagues that are a little bit deeper? Yes, because he's got Terry McLaurin. That's pretty much where he is. Yeah, that's. I'm just like McLaurin. The, there was uh, some conversation on Twitter today about where I have McLaurin in uh, dynasty rankings. I'm fourth, only because. Yeah. All right, I'm going to list you my top seven, and you tell me what the one thing McLaurin has different than the others. Not in any order. Thomas, Breeze, Hopkins, Murray, Adams, Rogers, McLaurin. Smith, Kyle Allen, Smith, Haskins, mm-hmm. Metcalf, Russell, Lamb, Dak, long term, AJ Brown, Tannehill. So the worst quarterback besides Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, Haskins is Tannehill, and Tannehill's a top third of the league quarterback mm-hmm. in real life. I don't mean fancy; I just mean that Tannehill's a legit quality right. starting quarterback. But also, I think it's the fact that you got to list more than one that really states that problem with it. Right. I'm, I'm surprised you have uh, you don't have those young three higher. I'm just being honest. Just due to age. I mean, you think of Adams and Hopkins, and they're 27, 28. I mean, you have. I mean, Lamb, 21. You got yeah. six, seven more years on it. Uh, just surprised. That's all. That was the following tweet. So I won't mention who who I had this dialogue with. I was like, I'm debating moving Adams one and McDowell. Huh. McDowell, right? No, it was uh, Dalton Case. But uh, oh yeah, but uh, but moving Adams to number one because you can't really argue with what Adams is doing this year. Thomas, you could say he's a loose cannon. You don't know what's going to happen. Hopkins, I don't know. Hopkins playing well, but yes. But would you should you still have him over AJ Brown, who's putting up similar numbers? And so that's what Nick's point is, is Mm -hmm. I had Adams and the four young guys in the top five. That's probably my next iteration where I'm going. Right. Because, but you know, Thomas, we are always like, when he comes back, he's going to still hit the ground. You know, he's going to be awesome. But is he really going to outproduce AJ Brown or Metcalf by that much to be worthy of being above them? I'm not so sure. Especially with the now expanded Saints passing game. Because mm-hmm. before, like last season, they're like, how can we get the ball to Michael Thomas? And now they're like, we can get the ball to Trey Quan. They, or... get, they threw the ball to, I believe, 12 receivers caught the, a pass a last, mm-hmm. last night. So they could throw a ball to 12 different players. Why should they force to feed the ball to one? But, and it's more diverse. You can argue that they're worth, but they're, you don't have to pay them as much. So better for cap. Yeah. I just don't see Breeze. Do you think Breeze is coming back next year? No. Yeah, me He's either. cooked. He's cooked. No, you know, one thing that I um and this is this is a little bit different tangent, but one thing I always look for when I'm doing it during the season trade is I look at who I'm gonna get. What do I really expect as a point differential that this player is gonna do better than what I already have? Right. And then what asset am I giving on top of that? A lot of times I talk myself out of a trade. If it's one to two points maybe per week. And I'm giving up a first. I don't. I wouldn't do it, you know. And, and I think a lot of times we we think we're like we're paying for like a name brand when we need right. to look at points. Right. Instead, it's like because like for instance, I had a guy trying to give me Cooper Cup, okay, and he wanted Corey Davis plus, <laughs> and and I played Debbie plus Tylen Wallace. He doesn't know me, yeah. Plus Tylen Wallace plus like first, and I'm like, no, Corey Davis is producing almost equal as Cooper Cup this year. 
why would I give all these other assets on top of it when Davis is younger too? And plus, we know I love Corey Davis. Yeah. But but that's that's yeah. how I talk myself through trades. And and we need to think about ourselves in that way. I think more so about it's about point differentials, not about names. I believe yeah. it was uh, Ryan McDowell who, who was saying, well, I, I think it was Ryan. It might have been someone else that said DK Metcalf and AJ Brown are so close that if we're doing a startup, one one, I'd go with DK just because of the I can get a lot more because of his name versus AJ Brown. Right. Because he yep. plays with Russ and everybody watches it. Yes. Well, what have you done for me lately too? DK's yeah. a better year than AJ, but man, AJ's been great lately. Oh That's... yeah. It just pains me, man. Truth serum. It pains me to think all those guys on one Evan Ingram, all those guys on that old miss team. Dawson Knox, Van Jefferson. Oh yeah. Uh, Lodge was there, and yeah. then and, and Shea Patterson ruined that, and then goes to Michigan. Yeah, and he's got Tariq Black, he's got uh, Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples Jones. He, I mean, and and whatever people think of them, that's a really good college group of guys. He ruined two great groups of guys. Oh, Shea Patterson. What's what's crazy, and Reese, you can believe me or not, is the if we looked at recruiting five star, four star, and such. That Michigan group had a higher rated yes. receiver class than the one at Ole Miss coming into college. Does not surprise me. I mean, Donovan Peoples Jones and Tree Black were like two of the top three or four in that class, yeah. according to ESPN. Now Black's I, at Texas? Yes. Yeah. But too many foot injuries. Black was my 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 top receiver. I think Jones was two, and I think Collins was nine in my own personal rankings for my debut report. Yep. All right, so, you know, I said that about my dynasty, not to talk about, oh, my dynasty teams, but I'm right there with you because also it's understanding the market. Like a guy like Herbert, even though he's playing awesome, everybody's giving him this love, and one quarterback leaves. Tell me this, would you rather have he or Lamar? I'd rather have Justin Herbert. That's my point. Do you know what I'm saying? The difference in value is very game cheaper. Yeah, way cheaper. Yeah, because then... Uh, there was one I, I was rolling in the season with Fitzpatrick and, and uh, Andy Dalton. Fitzpatrick goes down, and we know what happened to Dalton the next week. So mm-hmm. I give Gallup in a second, knowing this guy gave up, paid a second for Herbert. Gallup's yeah. a good receiver. He's okay yeah. receiver. But yeah. Herbert's a long-term difference maker if he continues this. Continues yep. this. And, uh, I mean, he's out. He's producing as well as Kyler Murray. He's producing just as well as Mahomes. And no name value. No name value. And look at the weapons, too. He's got Keenan for a while. Williams, Hunter Henry, when he gets Eckler back. That's what you want around you. Yep. What other questions do you have for Nick? Well, how has college football affected the Debbie rankings and Debbie perception that was going into the season versus what it is today? The obvious one is Waddle. Yeah. What means for you? Right. I, I mean, honestly, I, um, I struggle a little bit because there's, there's some guys that played and some guys that like, haven't played. Right. Like you were like, like journey Brown hasn't played. So, you know, and he's a guy I haven't met as high on, but you know, how much am I going to like bump up these other guys and then just not do anything. It's, it's like an injury, you know, it's like, is the starter terrible? Cause they haven't played or, you know, I'll bring this one up. Cause he's one of my guys, Ronald Jones, Barely played his rookie year, but people are like, he's trash. I'm like, well, he just didn't play, you know? Like, how, how do we know? Um, but there are some guys that if they've played poorly, I'll knock them down, you know? 
Brock Purdy looking at you, you know, he's one of them. Um, but you know, Zach Wilson, you know, he's got to go up cause he's played unreal Kyle Trask. He's got to go up, but like some of them, like Justin Fields, don't, we don't have the sample size, Trey Lance, not as much of a sample size. So to me, I think it's, a. Uh, am not going to answer your question. It's yes and no. How about that? Well, there's, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones too. Well, there's the, there's something about those Iowa state guys that you just don't like, like Purdy and Montgomery. There's just something about <laughs> I like, I like Charlie Kohler. How about that? I'll give you that one. <laughs> Good tight end. You probably like uh, you probably like uh, the running back there now. Oh, he oh Brees Hall. Yeah. Well, well, how about that? Brees Hall, my top running back in his class. Um, he had a better now. People hate this stat. Don't hate me. He had a better yards per carry as a freshman than Montgomery had his last year. Freshman. It happens. Well, one plays in the NFL. One plays in the Big Twelve. There's that connotation that goes with that. No, no, I'm saying his last year at yeah, Iowa State. When, oh. they, when they were both yeah. on the same team at oh, the same time. Oh, okay. I'll, this, I always thought you were talking about Montgomery. No, no. 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 Mo- Montgomery, you just you just chalk it up to 3.5 yards per carry at best, and that's what he's going to do in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but the other one to that, though, I, and I'm, I'm piling on your point, is Trevor Lawrence misses two games because of COVID. And now the Heisman odds go to someone else because he misses two out of 10 games. I'm like, either he's the Heisman or he's not. There's no reason that Mac Jones should be favored over Trevor Lawrence in the Heisman because Trevor Lawrence misses two games with a non-injury. Yes. Yep. Am I wrong on that? No. Well, it's also a stat of how good your team is and the Clemson lost. And it's a counting one too, you know, if, if he can have, produce some better numbers. But – Overall, I agree with your point. Um, and plus, you know how it is. It, there, there's hype things that go up and down. Manti Teo, remember that? And then, yep. But I just, how, think, how it is. I just think it's that we have, and I'll say this about life. You're a life coach and everything, but I will say mm-hmm. this about life is that we have too short of a view. Every, Very. all of our problems are immediate. We want them solved today. Mm-hmm. When in reality, we look back and we, we had a longer runway to make that decision. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I was his age, I was the same way. And I'm like, well, I'm now a little bit older, a little. Uh, I should have a longer viewpoint. And I feel the same way about Trevor Lawrence, you know, mm-hmm. and they're all data, data points. But Mac Jones is one that I think is you have to give. At the end of the year, we chalked it up. He has all these great receivers. He's really not that good. But Mac Jones is playing pretty well. And he's not getting credit besides on the Heisman odds makers. Yeah. Right. What other questions do you have for Mr. Nick Whalen? Easy one. Oh, no. Don't give him easy ones. <laughs> okay. With, if Dak's playing, are the Cowboys favorites to win the NFC least? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Dak on your Bears. How many losses do they have now? Right now? One. Even with his injury? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bears would be undefeated. Uh, I mean, you think of it. I mean, they've got hardly any points, and they lost. They've lost by a is it a touchdown or less to every game? But it's by more to the Rams. They remember. lost by fourteen to the Rams. Yeah, I mean, it's they lost by a phantom penalty to the Bills. Well, wrong penalty, I guess, because it was holding not pi. Uh, well, who? The Bills to the Bills. Oh wait, never mind. That's the Rams. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, there, there you could say the Giants. There's a yeah. penalty at the end, but but also I was going to say that shows you 
why teams chase quarterbacks so much, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you take Dak, who Dallas doesn't want to pay, and it, there's a ton of teams that would line up to pay him. Oh, with Dak's agent right now. So you see that off, that dysfunctional offense? That's what yeah. happens when you take my guy out of it. I'll, exactly. I want about 45 mil a year. Yeah. They can only tag him one more time. I mean, Dak would be foolish to take anything that he doesn't love as mm-hmm. a contract. Now, now I, I've always had this theory where you pay the top five, five-ish quarterbacks in the NFL and you let everybody else walk. Right. You continually churn and draft a quarterback every other year in the first or second round, and then you build everyone else around them. Because you see teams get completely, completely um, – they self-destruct once they pay the quarterback because right. they, can't, they can't afford anybody else. And so it just really run, runs, runs them into the ground. And, and you know, look at, look at the Rams. They pay a couple guys, and they just like, you know, and there's a ton more. So I would not pay these guys in that eight to – 15, 20 range, the 25, 30 million they're going to need now. I wouldn't, I would just pay a rook. Look at the teams that make these great runs. They have, they're on the rookie contract and they can, they can pay everyone else and they can have a really good team around them. Yeah. You can look at who Dallas ran out, look decent this week. And, uh, you know, I am right there with you, especially because what always happens. I, so I think of it as tiers. Okay. You have this top tier of however many, we always pay that next tier down, those next few players. We pay them like they're in that tier above. Mm-hmm. Like tight ends this year, I think it's right. Really but also, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but it happens with the NBA because they pay the moderately good players like they're really good. And so mm-hmm. now you're stuck because you can only play, pay so many of those guys. Mm-hmm. Now, Dallas, if they wouldn't have given Zeke all that money, may have been able to afford Dak when he was cheaper because his price is only going up. I mean, if you're Dak's agent, do you even sign Nick or do you just go, hey, we'll see what the market will bear? I, honestly, with them, I'd be so frustrated. I would hit the market. And I'm, what? It doesn't hurt you? Right. What, what, are, just, are you going to get less money because you're on the free agent market? Like, no way. That's when you're out. So you, the only risk you're taking is getting injured two consecutive years. But, but they're, you're right because the demand is only going up. You know, we listed earlier the number of teams. Because think of Dak on Indy. They'd be a Super Bowl fave. Or right even – could you imagine Dak on the football team throwing to Scary Terry? Yeah, they would mm-hmm. be in the – they would probably be one of our favorites. All right, one question, and then I'll turn it over to Reese, see what else he has. Is Carson Wentz fallible? Are we – should we start looking at him like, hey, I don't know if you're a legit franchise, because he's probably in your eight-on category. Yep, he is. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm uh, cooled on him. I've cooled on him a lot. Right. He can't get out of his own way right now. Right now he's trying to make too many big plays. And he makes the easy plays. You want to look at Breeze and Brady? Why have they made a career? They made a career doing these dump offs all the time. And it's so annoying. It's like, you want to defend them. You defend between the hash marks and five yards, make them throw up beyond there. And they're not going to do a whole lot. And Carson Wentz is trying to throw a 30-yard bomb like every play. It's like, man, just take what's there. And old lines beat up, weapons are beat up. Like, you have to give him that. But I'm I am cooled as well. I, I want to see him with a healthy Rager, an old line that can block anybody. And then we'll, you know, we'll see. But I'm yeah, he's down for sure. But I'm not out. I'm just down. You mentioned those quarterbacks who throw the ball five yards or less down the field. 
I believe that's the if you take away that the Vikings are toast because that's about all that's about only that Cousins throws like ninety eight percent of the time. That's why they went after Jefferson though because that's like right in place. Yep. The Eagles fans will not like this, uh, but they the Eagles drafted Rager for his speed. Yet I believe either Jefferson was faster or Rager was faster by 0.01 seconds on this 40. Yeah. And look how each one's turned out. Jefferson's now probably since his top five rookie pick if we redid it. Yeah. And Rager's been injured, so it's a little too yeah. early. Right. Um, sort of like with rugs. Yeah, but how about Fulgham or Fulgham? He's played well. I know. I mean, he's a guy that, I mean, you know, I, I chalked it up initially to, you know, Someone had to get the targets, but he's producing. Actually, I looked at, I think, points per game. He's top six for receivers. Yes. So he's Marcus Colston. When I see him, I see Marcus Colston. Oh, Marcus Colston. People, remember, is he a tight end? Remember that, that designation yes. for a year? Oh, that was awesome. It was awesome because you could pick up this receiver who was the receiver one for the Saints, but he was designated in some leagues, kind of like Cordero Patterson's. Or Josh, not Josh Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah. What other questions do you have? Where where do you guys have James Robinson? And redraft? Dynasty. Not high enough. Not high enough. Because, you know, those people that think that they're going to address, they Jaguars have too many other problems. They are not going to address them. He's got to be a top, what do you think, 10 or a dozen running backs? I think I'd take him today over Hilaire because Robinson's whole Robinson's uh job is completely secure. Bell Bell's not gonna be there forever. Bell's not gonna be there forever. But what about the Damian Williams? Yeah. Damian Williams is a very productive running back when he gets the ball. And did, did, wasn't that out of pod where you guys argued about Damian Williams? Because I liked him. I thought you guys did one with him. We always we um, argue about everything and that's what's so fun about it. Yeah. I and honestly like James Robinson film is good. Yes. He, he's, he's, I mean, he's not your specimen, but, but here's the thing. He's always going to be underrated. How many years was Aaron Foster underrated before finally people were like, okay, he's a UDFA, but he's good, you know, or whatever he was, right. you know, ever all the time we want to just, these guys that are UDFAs or late round picks. We want to hang on to that draft capital for some reason when now it's irrelevant. It is irrelevant. He is produced beyond that. And, you know, if, if I had to, you know, if you had to put polls out there like, hey, James Robinson or, or Jonathan Taylor, James Robinson or Cam Akers, you know, people are going to lean towards the draft pick. It's like, man, I'm telling you, this guy's producing and he's going to produce probably for at least two years. And that's about as far out as really you should look because you never know what's going to happen. I think draft capital is overused on running backs as so many of them have produced like Aaron Jones, James Connor. I can just cherry pick. How about, I can how about cherry Carson? Pick. How about Eckler? I can cherry pick most 2017 class. I can just cherry pick there. Right. But <laughs> for the quarterbacks, though, I do believe draft capital is very important as the right. top three quarterbacks this year are first rounders. Kyler Murray's first overall pick. Hmm. They get a longer leash. Yes, they do. That's a great way to put it. So, how about this? Chris Carson, he's so underrated for the exact same reason, Jeff. Yes. Seventh round pick. Six round pick, Oklahoma. not that good. He's been one of the best running backs when healthy this year, and he came oh. back from that crazy knee injury. Yeah, I have no idea how. And the irony behind Hill tearing his ACL the next week the yes. irony. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, Eckler, star, Mostert, star, and uh, 
those are the guys in a dynasty league. Here's the part that, so you and I are in alignment on this, Nick. Take a 23-year-old, 22-year-old Cam Akers. There is no guarantee that he makes it to 26. I would actually, I mean, 26, and I mean producing at a high level. I would actually say that if you gave me the next four years, Mostert has more fancy points than Cam Akers. Right. I, I don't, Cam Akers is Christine Michael to me. <laughs> oh my, that's a shot over the bow. Risa, no, it is. He is a oh, physical yeah. specimen. I, I've, heard I've heard of him. I have, his, I have a couple of his I've football. heard of him. Oh, Jeff, we're so old, man. I know, man. But I just meant though, the, the, the him, Caleb, the lodge, all those guys, they're specimens and, you know, the, the simple like vision hitting the hole, getting north, south, like Mostert does or Carson does. I mean, you know, if Carson played in for your beloved bears, we'd be talking about him a lot more in a big oh, market yeah. in the mm -hmm. central of the U S not up in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, you have any other questions for Mr. Nick? One, oh, just, just one. It's real easy. Acres or Montgomery dynasty. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go acres even though he's in a timeshare even if he's not because i don't think montgomery is the starter next year i just i can't see it he's so bad and and i know the old line is 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 not good i i, I get that and i watch the film but just you, you can't average 3.5 yards per carry two years in a row and be or less i don't even know what it is right now and be a starter i, I you just can't People hated Jordan Howard. He's better than what Montgomery's doing. Jordan Howard's a legit okay running back. I yeah. said okay. All right, how about this? Who's the starter quarterback for the Bears next year? Nick Foles. You think it's a gimme? Uh, yeah. I, I, he's not the problem. Yeah, but, I don't but, think it's Trubisky. But, well, he's not under contract either. Trubisky's walking. But Nick Foles is, and here's another part, he's under a cheap deal. People don't get this. this the Bears have a good opportunity they can build around him. I think he's on the leash for maybe $8 million a year the next two years. Ooh. That's a great deal. People are like, oh, they're on the hook. For if Let's say he's the 23rd best quarterback. $8 million a year is cheap. That's like a rookie deal. Yeah. Now you can fix the O-line, get him more weapons, you know, do all that kind of stuff. That's why Fitzpatrick is way – should get more credit because oh, wherever he's him. been – No, I meant, though, they've been able to – Do okay. Yeah, but like – if you're Pittsburgh, why don't you give him two more million than anyone else just to back up Ben? Because you know mm -hmm. you have a gunslinger coming in. Yeah, you you remember remember him with Stevie Johnson? Oh yeah, oh, I loved Stevie Johnson in Buffalo. Oh. Stevie Johnson's a Ryan McDowell fave. So oh, with, uh, Kentucky perception, yeah. Matt Harmon. Yeah. All right, what were you going to ask? Oh, so so I I this is a. Not exactly a fantasy relevant question, but it's part of the reason why you don't like Cam Akers is because is he's cutting into Darrell Henderson. No, no, I he he's a guy that, and I pick one every year where I, I just I just value them differently. Uh, with Akers, it's it was before he even he got drafted. Um, I don't like his decision making. I don't like his balance. Um, I just think he's so overrated. I mean, because it the running back position isn't size and speed and people right. keep doing size and speed and it's just not, or, or highlight tapes. It's, it's not that. And me and me and Wallman again, just referencing talked about that. I mean, there's a, the first game of the year where acres is in the goal line spot, apparently five or so he runs and it's, and he has to follow his pulling guard, but he was way too close 
and got hit off balance and dives and doesn't even convert a first down down there because he just doesn't anticipate something going wrong. Football is mass chaos. You have to have a wide toolbox of different things you can do to solve a problem in front of you. And he has a very narrow toolbox. But you look at someone like Antonio Brown, et cetera, they have these huge toolboxes because they're anticipating things. They have good balance and anticipation and all that kind of stuff. It's not just size speed. Right. So take a guy like Boston Scott, underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I think he could have a longer career. The thing about Cam Akers, Reese, is he was a high school quarterback for most of us. And he was the number one recruit going into Florida State. Right, Nick? I mean, he was up there. Yep. He was my, he was my number one out of high school. Yep. Everybody's number one recruit, not just a running back. And so he's had, he, he has a lot to live up to. And a mm-hmm. lot of people, just like we we're talking about draft capital, a lot of people are bringing that capital with, you know, that recruiting capital yeah. forward. Well, and the, the other thing, I, people do this all the time, is, is if you hit early in college, you're Debbie Darling, it hangs with you. Look at Nikhil Harry. Nikhil yeah. Harry was a Debbie Darling because he produced early and they're going to keep hanging. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it in college after his freshman year. He didn't evolve. And, and again, I mean, you could call it chair picking if you want, but he just hasn't produced, you know, same with Montgomery flash a little bit early. Hasn't, hasn't continued, but people want to keep pushing it up. Um, you know, guys, I mean, I'm just going to pick on him, but like he was the seventh running back draft in the NFL. Do you think all these teams put all this research in because they're like, well, you know, the character thing was just, you know, one team just made that up. This is their job. Right. So, you know, what's funny to me is Jacoby Myers has a legit chance of having a better NFL career than Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Legit. Yep. I, I wonder how they're doing right now for watching, you know, we're taping during that game, but. but Last question. You got him. You go. You sure? Yeah, you yeah. have a comment for him? I, uh, I believe that Akers and Montgomery are, I've been watching too many Le'Veon Bell tapes when he was with the Steelers of just hanging behind the offense line, waiting for one of the double teams to just open up. And mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell could do that with the Steelers because they had David DeCastro. I'm mm-hmm. probably going to butcher this, but Alejandro Villanueva, mm-hmm. Mike Pouncey. And he could just wait back there and see what opens up. He can't do that with the Jets. Besides, if you just, if Mackie Becton could somehow block everybody, wouldn't put it past him. Good, but good. He can't just sit back there and do that. And the Chiefs, I don't think the Chiefs have a good enough offensive line. And that's why he's ineffective. But I, he needs I, to wait and see it to happen. Right. I got a question for you guys then. Okay. Okay. Reese, what, what, what are you working on? What's next for you? Uh, right going? now, I was working on the projections based because Vegas doesn't imply total. I was going to see what the touchdown percentage is. Let's say a team throws a touchdown two thirds two thirds of the time. And they're projected, and Vegas says they're going to do uh, score 24 points, which I don't know. But that means that they'll score probably three touchdowns or four touchdowns. And those are probably the only two ways that they're going to get that. I highly doubt they're going to kick back. So you think they're going to do – so you're trying to project the, uh, how that implied total is going to be. I got you. Yes. Kind of what DFS does, but see if I could take it a little bit a step further. Interesting. And then, and then Jeff, what's the next family vacation? Oh man. Uh, I don't know. We're looking at taking a short one. This for Thanksgiving, we're still trying to work out the details, but people don't know this, but Nick knows this. 
our family vacations, I enjoy them because I work a lot. And so they, they, (laughs) they're road trips a lot of the time, especially now that we can't fly very easily, but we, uh, we've made it to the lower 48 and before Reese all the way through all the lower 48 before Reese turned 15. And so, uh, he turns 15 next weekend. So, uh, anyway, really? Yes. But early happy birthday, man. Yeah. Nice. But so anyway, I, I enjoy getting out of town. I enjoy, let's go do mm-hmm. some things. So yeah. I enjoyed the last one. I, I mean, I, we met you, we had deep dish with Farstead. We went to pro football fame later. Yeah. yeah it man. was a good, it was a good birthday for Reese or a good uh, trip road trip. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nick, last question. I know this is right up your wheelhouse. Where can people find you and your stuff? Yeah, uh, you know, right now I'm I'm kind of just hanging out. I don't don't have a whole lot going on, but at underscore Nick Whelan on Twitter, on there you can find websites for, you know, my life coaching, for my publications, all that kind of stuff. But I'm also starting YouTube. I'm 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 dabbling with that, doing breakdowns. If you guys have requests of what you want me to do, let me know. Sometimes I'm just I don't know what I want to do, but um, yeah, I got all the equipment. It takes a little bit of time getting better at it, but it uh, it's fun too. So. Yeah, at underscore Nick Whelan on Twitter. I will say that uh, we should give him some requests, like pick all of the the great runs by David Montgomery. Pick all the times <laughs> that's, that. That's a short. That's a short tape right there, too. Uh, it reminds me of something I saw early in quarantine. And I said, you know, quarantine's getting bad if someone had enough time to pick out twelve minutes of mental Trubisky highlights. Oh man, I tell you what, it's <laughs> because it's not good. You have to go all the way back to high school to find those. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. He had that short stretch where that game against Tampa and another one. I, I was just like, oh, maybe this is who he is. It's not who he is. I will tell you the ones that I, I think that would be a, an awesome one would be the um, the improvements in Josh Allen's game with the addition of Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Because having that reliable route running guy, I like Smokey Brown. Don't get me wrong. But Diggs is special, and we don't give him the credit because he's been in Minnesota and now Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of it. I watched uh, Brett Coleman. He's a guy you guys, if you're down on, on YouTube, I like his stuff. He uh, he looked at his mechanics and said he's changed his mechanics yes. somewhat, and he's and he throws a better ball because of his mechanics. I mean, you look at his completion percentage. I know he's had this bad stretch of games, but he's he isn't way improved. And it's not, you know, Diggs is a part of it, but I think also he's they've changed the offense to fit him. And he's also, you know, improved his lower body as well. Well, when you go from Zay Jones and Foster to Diggs, of course your percentage of completion is going to go up a little bit. Mm-hmm. That could be Captain Obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here, this, is, this is just funny. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Jeff. When Zay Jones was coming out, I was not a fan. Right. And I, I posted something about it. He, he, he had like one big game. He had like, all these yards. I'm like, yeah, but he had like 15 receptions. Like, you know, it was after like eight yards of reception or something. Anyway, his dad. Yes. I remember this. Oh, do you remember this came after me? And then I asked his dad where he had him ranked in the wide receiver class. No, I didn't. Even, he, he laughed too. He was just funny. But by the way, his dad was a NFL champion with the Cowboys, Robert Jones. It was just so funny interactions. <laughs> Zay Jones. I mean, a good NFL complimentary guy, fourth guy, maybe, but yeah, you got to have more than that. Yeah. The Raiders have their collection. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you mentioned another thing, uh, your Josh Allen thing brought up another, uh, thing I was working on for my, yeah. ne- for my book next year. 
Oh, cool. It's going to look at completion percentage based off of separation and see, like, mm. well, Josh Allen's greatly improved his passer rating as a completion percentage, but I wonder, is that because of how much more separation he's getting this year? This right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to look at that from next gen stats. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a decent look. Yes. Um, the other way to look at that, Reese, would be uh, per position because different teams scheme the tight end and running back open versus others. Like a dot would be another factor in there, wouldn't you think, mm-hmm. Nick? Oh yeah. It, you know, completion percentage for Kyler Murray who throws those bubble screens is so much different than somebody that throws it down the field. And yep. so we have to go apples to apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the one thing too is, um, you know, it would be interesting if, I don't know how, if you can get this kind of stat would be um, yards per play or, you know, like a completion percentage, et cetera, when there's pre-snap motion Yes. Uh, versus not, because that's been, that's a new fad now. It'd be interesting to see the, the differential there. Same Just uh, idea. I was going to say St. Louis, the Rams, were the ones that really put that win. Uh, they'd send somebody across. McVeigh would call in, hey, Goff, call this play. Here's who your first and second read is. Yep. Go go that route. You know, people don't realize that coaching only, and I want to say football more than basketball. Basketball is player-driven because there's so few on. Football, the, the elite coaches have such an advantage over the non-elite coaches. Mm-hmm. Look at the Chargers lo- losing so many in a row. Look at yeah. So many top Chicago. Chicago's getting out coached. Yes. All the time. And they have a great defense. They're getting out coached. Yep. Right. All but I'm just saying that the difference, we say, oh, they're all even. No, they're no. not. They're not even. Nope. And uh, you know, people complain about penalties. That's a coaching stat. That's not mm-hmm. a player stat. That Javon mm-hmm. Mims is a coaching stat. Nope. And uh what is boxing debut? <laughs> yes. I just meant though some like nobody would ever try that on the Steelers because they wouldn't want to go look Tomlin in the eye. No, and I, and I think yeah, I think the Bears are a little bit of falling apart, and they 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 need they they need something, you know. And and I think even having Nagy give, give over play calling duties would be a good thing right now. Let him be the head coach, and let someone else run the O. I think that they are right now missing Vic Fangio because I think they'd want him as head coach, being that disciplinarian, putting a bigger stress on the defense. So, if he's a Broncos guy. Yes. Says the Broncos guy. I, I didn't mean by that, but. I love Vic. I'm good with it. If there's a problem with discipline, you probably want to go get the disciplinarian. That was Vic Fangio, because right. he didn't make very many mistakes. Right. Well, I, I tell you what, you don't want your quarterback questioning your head coach to the media. No. So. And it being bounced back and locking for it, just, yep. just so. stirring the waters, man. They just chumming the, the sharks. Yep. Yep. But you mentioned situation. Look how Aguilar's jumped out now that he's out of uh, Philadelphia. You wonder Nelson Aguilar, yeah. You wonder mm-hmm. if that was Wentz or Peterson, or if that's yeah. just Derek Carr trying to take a shot, or they're scheming him plays open. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and also, I mean, there could be Aguilar, you know, lost his confidence there, and he got his confidence back in a new situation. Like, there's so many things with it where, you know, maybe he was hurt and no one knew about it. You know. Oh yeah, and so anyway, like Kamara tearing his MCL. Yeah, right. It's impressive exactly. what he's did with the torn MCL. I know he's this so good. This has been a long, long podcast, and it's gone longer than we thought it would. So we appreciate your time. Don't want to keep you too long, Nick. Let you get to watching Monday Night Football. All right. We appreciate. It. We could we could talk all night, and uh, you could tell he and I could. And so we always appreciate your time. Hope 
hopefully you'll be on uh you'll come back later in the season oh of course we'll thanks see. for having me guys i appreciate it we'll revisit right. this thanks for coming on see you bye